right, let me get my mic set up. All right, what's up, guys? So, um, been a little bit since I made a video for you. Definitely going to start making those again. I actually want to do, do it a little differently. I want to start doing a quick video for you every day. So, you guys are getting some sales knowledge, personal development knowledge, um, you know, things that can help you be successful in our business and in your life. And I just want to do a quick, you know, five, 10 minute video for you guys every morning. So I'm going to commit to that. Excuse me. That was a little weird, but, uh, I'm going to do these unedited. So because, uh, I want to get these to you every day, I'm not going to be spending a lot of time editing these and getting them. So you might hear me stumble more than I have in previous videos. Um, but I do want to get you guys this information without, you know, taking forever to edit a video and make it all pretty. I just want to, the, the info is what's important. I'm also going to be putting these on podcast form because, you know, in our business, as we drive around going to these appointments, we spend a lot of time in the car. And I've been thinking about it. What made me successful um, and what has given me an edge up from most of my competition and from most other people in Hyla and even other industries. And it's been as I was driving to appointments or as I was out on crew, um, plugging in a podcast or an audiobook and listening to that information. And so I am going to start throwing these up on a private podcast for you guys. Uh, might not be private because I don't really know too much about hosting, but um, I am going to admit like finance companies names and stuff like that because I am going to post this kind of more public. But a uh, couple shout outs I want to give from yesterday. So Christopher Hart went out and got a sale yesterday. So way to go, Chris. And then Gaith over here in um, Utah, our phone rooms got six sets in one hour. So I'm super stoked for him. And uh, he's brand new in the phone room, so I'm pretty amazed at that. Uh, for all those other people, phone room, start sending me your stats, and I might shout you guys out every morning. But uh, today's video, I really want to talk about getting results. Because I feel like, especially when you're new and getting in here, there's so many things we're throwing at you. But especially our vets, um, a lot of times we... we get the results we want and then we stop learning and we stop growing and so today I want to talk to both you know those that have done this with Nick and I for a couple years now or those of you that are just starting out on your Hyla journey I want to talk about how to get results or improving your results and so most of the stuff today I'm going to be talking about I actually pulled out of a, a video series on mindset called the fearless mind by Craig Manning and uh, to give you a little background on Craig Manning, Craig is a professor at a university here in Utah, and he is one of the leading experts in the world on, uh, uh, what does he call it, performance psychology, getting results. Um, he's worked with several Olympians. He's worked with several tennis players. He even in 2016, the greatest moment in sports history, in my opinion, he was uh, the Cavaliers and LeBron James's mental toughness coach through the series when they beat Golden State um, when they were down 3-1 and came back to win the series um, in the finals for the first time ever. Craig Manning was the guy behind the scenes on a lot of this, and he's actually right here in Utah. He's from Provo. Um one of the top experts in the world on mental performance and, and getting, you know, elevating our game. And so first thing I want to go over is a couple facts that he spent, he did a 20-year study 
and about people and about performers. And I want to go over some facts from this study. So first thing is 80% of people are content to live in mediocrity. And this is directly quoted from him. Meaning, we literally, 80% of the people, 8 out of every 10 people in a room, are content to be what Ed Milet calls wandering generalities. You know, life doesn't, they don't happen to life, life happens to them. And so that is what we're trying to get rid of by becoming an elite performer, okay? Out of the next 20%, 10% just don't care. They're not trying to get better. They don't care about what they're doing. They, they just don't care. And we see those people in society all the time, right? People have just given up. They're, they're not trying to get better. But 10%, the last 10% are elite performers. So if you think of it, there's 7 billion people on this planet, if only 10% of us are trying to get better, you know, grow companies, not, not even grow companies, just get better in our own lives, you know, reach our potential, strive for greatness. Those things I, I say we should all do all the time. You know, I always say we should do, be, and achieve more, especially together. Only 10% of people want to do that. Isn't that insane? Just 10%. And so if we can decide to be one of those 10%, you're already beating 90% of the people out there. And that's why I'm so passionate about our business. I mean, you can even tell just by listening to me speak. I started off kind of slow and I'm just getting energy and I'm getting going. Look, I'm watching myself in the camera and I'm bouncing up and down in my chair right now. Like, but that's what happens if I know I am already trying to get better. So that puts me ahead of 90% of the people on this planet. How much more potential will that give me, okay? The next thing is if we want to be in that 10% and elevate, we got to control our thoughts and do things that get us to that next level. So here's a crazy thing from the same study, same 20-year study, 77% of human thought is negative. Isn't that insane? 77% of our thoughts in the day or the average person's thoughts in the day are negative and they actually center around three main words no can't and don't isn't that insane 77 percent think about that no wonder depression anxiety all that stuff are so so crazy today if all of our thoughts are negative and so one thing that elite performers do and this really helps in getting results is to stop thinking about how tough things are and to just go do the work. You know, every day, Nick and I have been doing this for years now. And every day, every recruiting class, somebody comes up to me and says, Mark, you can't hit base pay. It is not possible to hit base pay. Like, you just can't pull that many leads. It's too hard, too tough. But I've seen hundreds of people do it. I've done it. Nick's done it. We've all done it. And so what that all starts with, though, is a negative thought. If we are thinking negatively, we're already making it exist, okay? This is like I talked about the reticular activator. If you guys have been in my sales meetings, if not, text me because uh, we need to go over this. But the reticular activator is the filter on your life. It is what filters out everything that you're inputting. So your brain is almost like a computer. It's constantly being hit with information. Our subconscious mind is receiving that information and our conscious mind is what focusing on what we're doing right now, what's important. But the way the reticular activator works is it filters out all the other info we're getting until it becomes important to you. So I always use this as an example. 
Do you feel the love? The Do you feel the love? Hopefully we all feel the love. Said that wrong. Do you feel the blood pumping through your left ear right now? The answer's probably no. I, I don't feel it. But if I'm in a fight and somebody punches me on the side of the head right in the ear, you can feel the blood pumping. Was it not pumping before? No. That's the reticular activator's job is to filter that out until it becomes important to you. This is why like we can be driving and we're actually not even paying attention to the road. We're thinking about the music or, you know, thoughts in our head. But all of a sudden we see brake lights and we stop without even thinking about it. That's what that reticular activator is doing. It's the filter on our lives. It also makes things important to us. So I'm actually going to use Chris Hart as an example here real quick. But I love Chris's car, that Mustang, his orange Mustang. I absolutely love it. Well, as soon as he got it, I started noticing Mustangs all over the freeway. Were they never there before? No, it was once I saw one and I identified one and it became important to me. My reticular activator all of a sudden started picking up on all of them. It's just like in sales. When I got recruited into this business, someone convinced me to come give this a shot. And when I started doing this, you guys all know I started in alarms. Um, I'd go door to door and I would never notice people's alarm signs. Now, after two years of alarms and years and years of Hyla, because I still look at those alarm signs, that means they have credit because obviously they bought an alarm. Most of those alarms are sold door to door. So it's like, cha-ching, I want to go knock on that house or I'm going to pull a card there. But like those alarm signs weren't important to me until I got into sales. Now, all of a sudden, I can be driving down the freeway with Jenna and I can see the Vivint or the ADT or the Monotronics alarm sign on some yard three streets down and I'm like, I wanna lock, knock that house. It's just like when you're out knocking. If you're on Brody's crew, his knockers, they get a feel and all of a sudden they're like, that's a house I wanna knock. Why did it stand out? It's because the reticular activator has made things that we've identified as important and it's made it stand out to us. It literally has to do with our mind. And so if we're thinking negative, that 77% constant, that's what we're bringing into our life. Because really, we just live in our head. It's kind of hard to understand, but we're just a person in this world. Everything is per through perception and thought in our head. And so if we're thinking negative 80% of our time, 77%, then we have a very negative outlook on like, uh, outlook on life, not like, but we have a very negative outlook on life. And so if we can control that, make that positive, we can use that to our advantage. Now, the reason I'm saying all this and bringing it back into sales and Grand Valley Air is we all know sales is the transfer of what? Energy and emotion right? Those two things, which are basically the same thing. Okay. Emotions, how we feel, energies, our state of being, but you know, the most confident person always wins. Whoever has the most energy, the most certain and can convey the most emotion. That's what we teach. We know it works. That's what makes a sale. Well, how do you come into a house with confidence, energy, be able to build a rapport if we're in a negative mindset, if we're thinking in that 77%. So this is why it's crucial for us to change how we think. Now, the thing is, when we start thinking, 
Okay, we weren't born to think negative. This is all stuff we've been taught through repetition over years. You know, in school, you get a bad grade, you come home with a D, you get yelled at, so you're like, I'm never going to do that. And we've conditioned ourselves to think negatively. We're not naturally negative, okay? Like when a little baby is born, they don't have a negative thought in the world. They think I'm hungry and, and some of us never grew out of that. That's why we're still fat. But like we're not born negative we've conditioned ourselves to think this way the cool thing is we can condition ourselves to think the other way and there's a couple things that do that okay but before i get into those i want to show you how like how powerful your subconscious is and these negative thoughts okay so and craig manning actually did this in this video series which you can find on youtube for free the fearless mind uh youtube channel just go look him up but he did this example. So if you look at a picture of the Mona Lisa, we all know that famous painting, the Mona Lisa. She's got the brown hair. Everybody knows it, okay? I want you to picture that in your mind for a couple seconds. So just very clearly, just picture the Mona Lisa, okay? Now don't picture the Mona Lisa with a big mustache. You did, didn't you? See, the subconscious doesn't understand the word don't or no. See, they only, the subconscious only ever understands action words, okay? What am I doing right now? So when we say, like, don't think of the Mona Lisa with a mustache, really, we thought of, think of the Mona Lisa as a mustache. This is why these negative things are so powerful, because our subconscious, which is 90% of our mind, doesn't understand these words. They only understand action. So if I say, don't mess up my demo really all of a sudden all my subconscious heard and my performance level heard is mess up my demo does that make sense we got to think positively we got to be in what we call an assertive state is what he teaches which means it's a win-win you win i win you're good i'm good my voice cracked a little there that was kind of awkward but when we do that we can go we can learn we can grow and we can be better and it all comes down to our mindset okay so there's a couple things and he actually gives us a formula on how to how to get better how to get radical difference and i call it the success formula but it's good micro decisions plus consistency plus time equals success okay so let's break that down the reason he's saying good micro decisions there is just like in a sale it comes down to confidence why can i go in and say the exact same words as a newbie but i'm gonna sell it and they don't it, it all comes down to my energy and confidence. I, I know what I'm doing. I can come in with energy. I know the high is the greatest thing in the world. I have confidence. Well, how do we build confidence? Well, I've tested the high love versus every vacuum out there. I mean, if you look at the Utah like back room right now, there's probably 150 vacuums back there that I we've beaten with the Hila. Like, like the proof is in the pudding. We know the Hila is the greatest system out there. So that gives us confidence because it's been proven. Well, how do we get personal confidence? You guys, if you've listened to me before, you know I say personal confidence is built by doing the things you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do them. Basically, personal integrity because that establishes trust. And the person we need to have the most trust with is ourselves. We're our most important person. I love my wife dearly. Jenna is my favorite person on the planet. We have a great marriage and I can't imagine life without her. But if for some reason, if I messed up so bad and Jenna were to leave, I'm still here. 
I got to take care of myself first. And so we got to have that confidence. We got to do what we say we're going to do. So if you tell yourself, hey, I'm going to pull five cards today and you pull four, like, well, that's better than nothing. Yes, but you lied to yourself. You told yourself something. It didn't come true. And your confidence level goes down. Your self-esteem, your self-worth goes down. And it's not just in our business. It's like if you tell yourself I'm going to do the dishes, for those in Utah, no, that was a big struggle of mine. I hate the dishes. But if I say I'm going to do the dishes and I don't, it affects every aspect of my life because everybody knows I say how you do anything is how you do everything. If I told myself I'm going to do the dishes and I don't do the dishes, I lied to myself. My ego, my self-confidence, my energy takes a hit. So when he says win the good micro decisions, he's saying do what you say you're going to do. But also realize every decision matters, okay? Just like what I had for breakfast this morning. Trivial. It's a dumb decision. But I could have had cereal, which is high in sugar, especially for me as a diabetic. It's going to spike my blood sugar. I'm going to crash later. I'm going to feel tired, so I'm not going to feel energy, right? Or I could have, you know, a couple egg whites on a whole wheat toast, and, and do really, you know, make a good decision with maybe a banana piece of fruit, throw some spinach in there. That's a way better decision. It tastes really good too, but it sets me up for the rest of my day because now I'm eating clean and healthy. And so even this little trivial random decision that is stupid literally has big con con I almost can't say that word has big consequences. And so we have to win these micro decisions every day. And everything is a micro decision. Every day you have the chance, hey, am I gonna go get a card right now? Or am I gonna go home? Am I gonna go knock the store? Or am I gonna go do this? When, when you're at home, not just in job at the job, but when you're at home, are you, hey, I'm here with Jenna right now and I'm gonna be present and enjoy time with my wife. So then I don't feel like I'm missing out later when I need to work. Or am I sitting at home playing Xbox being like, man, I need to spend more time with Jenna. Like everything comes down to a micro decision. And so when you trust yourself, when you know, hey, I'm trying to make the best decision for me, my future, my possibility, my possibilities, my family, for everybody, that gives you confidence because you trust, hey, I know I'm a guy that's going to go get it done. Does that make sense? And that's what we're trying to instill with you guys, not just for our business. Obviously, Nick and I have big plans. You know, we want to be importers. We want to be the best. We're starting these multiple, like, uh, product lines. Like, we're trying to give you guys opportunity. We're trying to grow and be the best and be better every day. But at the same time, you guys have to take personal responsibility and go for it. And so that's what is going to really lead to success is making those good micro decisions. Okay. And not just one or two days. This goes into the number or the second bullet point he talked about is consistency. So you got to make these good micro decisions every day. Like I would say, uh, if you go to the gym, everybody knows I love working out. I just love fast food more. Okay. But when you go to the gym and you see the guy that's just totally shredded and ripped and he's benching, you know, three plates each side, he, he's just, you know, he's just built. Did he get that way in one day? He didn't go grind every day like that. He, he did not go to the gym for nine hours one day or nine hours every day for a week. He looks like that because he's been going to the gym every day for an hour for years. Does that make sense? Nick didn't get to where he's at because he went and grinded and pulled 100 cards one day. He's, there, he's where he's at because he went and pulled 20 cards every day 
four years and now look at where he's at that's the difference and so it's making these good micro decisions taking action and doing it consistency or consistently without the consistency it's a long word without the consistency though it's useless like this is why i have never lost a lot of weight in my life i can always go lose 20 30 40 pounds quickly but because i'm not building the habit and my habit is like I drive a lot to go help you guys and I eat a lot of gas station food, which that's not an excuse. That's a bad habit. I need to break and make healthier decisions. But because my habit is eating bad, that's I'm fat, even though I go to the gym. And so it's literally about habits. The reason I got really good at sales, my habit became study sales for an hour every day. Like I just have not missed. Like, I don't even think of it as study now. It's just what I do. Like, I literally was just driving in the car and I was talking to a friend um, from back home. I was driving back from Cheyenne yesterday and he's like, what are you listening to on the drive? And I was like, I'm listening to Closer Survival Guide by Grant Cardone. And he was like, bro, how many times have you listened to that book? You've got to be close to 100 now. And I was like, I literally think I'm close to 200. And he's like, why do you keep listening to it? And I was like, well, I once heard that to own the information in a book you have to hear it for at least 10 times and this just gives it to me fresh every day and he was like man why do you keep reading it and i was like because i want to be the best and know know the most about closing and he's like so do you time out your studying or anything like that because i would say i study an hour a day and i'm like honestly not i, I don't even have to plan studying anymore i just know when i get in the car plug in an audiobook i know when i'm out on a walk listen to something or process something like studying what used to be something so hard and i have to force myself to do now just happens i don't even think about it and that's how powerful habits can become and so you've got to set up your life to be taking advantage of these habits because if you don't your mind is going to fall into that 77 percent of that negative and you're never going to succeed okay so there's a couple things I, I know i've been rambling a little bit we're at about 20 minutes i know i said 10 so i am going to finish this up but there's eight or sorry there's six things i wrote down that we should be doing whether this is your first day in hyla and you're literally coming to orientation tomorrow um or you've been doing this for years i mean even nick and i the reason we are where we are is i know we both still do this and we talk about it all the time but first thing you can do to get massive results in this business and make tons of money is 30 minutes of study every day no matter what you are going to spend 30 minutes of studying to get better every day in sales okay sales is your craft this is what you are choosing to do right now um it, choosing to do for a career even if you don't want to do this long term even if you're doing this to earn some money to go to school or earn some money to buy you know a house wh whatever you're doing this for right now you have chosen to take part in direct sales this is the greatest income opportunity out there if you take advantage of it however people seem to think when i say this is the greatest opportunity that they're guaranteed to just make a lot of money okay money comes to those of us that are working for it you don't just nobody's magically just going to deposit you know five grand into your account this week it just doesn't happen so you need to be studying to get better if you think about it think of it this way who makes you the most money? Who makes Mark Tonge the most money? Obviously, I do. Key. 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 Okay. So, obviously, I make myself the most money. So, why would I not want to... <clears throat> 
Dang, you can tell I've been vaping too much before I started this podcast. But why would I not want to invest in my most lucrative asset, the thing that makes me money, which is myself? Why would I not be trying to improve, get better, and learning? How can I close better? What can I implement? How can I lead better? Like, you've got to be learning every day. And it never stops. If you're not learning, you're going down, okay? You have to be getting better. Second, run as many demos as possible, especially if you're a new salesperson. Reps is what you need. The reason Nick and I can go into almost any house or even Chris Hart or your CJ or some of our big, you know, our big docs, Michael Buck, Mo the reason Bryce, the reason we're so good when we go into a house, Tyson, is because we've ran tons of demos. We've been in the situation tons of times. We've learned how to control it. We know what we're doing. That comes with experience, okay? You can learn so much, which is going to sound counter, like, counterproductive to what I the last point was and what I just said about studying every day. But you can get into what I call study land, where all we're doing is learning and learning and learning and we're not applying. What you need to do is apply the things you learn and do it repetitiously, just like that success formula. It's good micro decisions consistently. And then you have to apply it. One of my favorite quotes, I heard this my very first year in direct sales from Jeff Mendez, who is one of the vice presidents of the company I was working at, is he says, knowledge isn't power, the application of knowledge is power. And I talk about this a lot. So, um, and I don't want to get like into any religion or anything. You guys know there's three things I don't talk about in the house, religion, politics, or jokes that are going to offend somebody. So we're not going to talk religion, but I do want to talk about this just really quick. I call this old church man syndrome. So when I was growing up, um, every, every week we'd go after, you know, our church service, we'd go to Sunday school and I'd go to Sunday school with my dad and I would without fail, there would be old guys in the back row that could quote every Bible verse, any talk, any, anything at all. They had all the knowledge and I'd look back there and these guys usually lived in an apartment. They usually were kind of dirty and broke. They had all the knowledge about the gospel, but they never applied any of it, okay? And I'm not doing this for a religious thing. We're not going to go into religion. But then I used to watch guys that would come in and they'd be, ha oh, and the old guys would usually be pretty grumpy and miserable. Then I'd watch other old guys come in and they'd usually be happy, usually have a smile on their face. They might not know everything, but they applied what they learned, okay? And so I started calling this old church guy uh, syndrome because of this, is how many times are we spending trying to learn about something, but we never get around to doing it? Does that make sense? So I want you to study 30 minutes every day of how you can get better. But the magic, the thing that separates me, Nick, and a bunch of top performers is once we learn it, we go apply it. I would rather know half of how to do something, but go do half of something that know how to do everything or all of something and not do it. Does that make sense? Like we have to go apply. The reason I am good at like knocking doors or closing is because while I was listening to books like Closer Survival Guide, I'd hear a close and I'd be able to write it down and I'd be like, cool, today on the phone, I'm gonna try this. Let's see if it works. And I did it and I learned which ones worked and which ones I did really well, which ones to save, but that all came through doing it. So that is the next thing. And for you as a sales rep, if you're new, even as a vet, you need reps. 
run as many demos as possible. I think it's kind of sad, but when Nick and I started, the culture here was any demo, anytime, anywhere. And for a lot of our new people, they don't understand that. I literally, uh, and I'll bring this story up. Um, this was about a year and a half ago. We're here in Salt Lake. We got an appointment accidentally set in St. George. That's a four and a half hour drive. Okay. And it was for an apartment. Nobody wanted to go. We knew it was probably going to dink and like nobody wanted to go. So I decided to run it. I let, uh, at the time we had Jeremy sales managing. I let him take over the office. I took a newbie with me and we drove the four and a half hours down there, got there and it wasn't even an apartment. It was a 1954 Winnebago trailer with the windows broken out, no electricity. The new rep held his phone while I did the demo, okay? And we did it outside on the porch. And everybody, even the new rep that was with me when we got done asked, why did we do that? That was a waste of our time. We could have head back, headed back up. Why do we even drive out here when we didn't think it was a shot? And I said, it's about having the discipline of taking any demo anytime, anywhere. This one was a dink, but you don't know how many of those I have done where I've gone and I've sold it. And so we have to take advantage of those, okay? The last uh, couple things I want to say, develop positive habits. That's what this whole podcast video has been about. Develop habits, uh, develop positive habits. You don't want to be in that 77% of negative thought all the time. Okay. Outwork everyone. That That's simple. The reason Nick and I are the best in Hyla and why Nick is the best distributor and why are we the fastest growing. We flat out outwork everyone. I've worked at tons of other stores, not just here. I have never once had somebody else stay with me till 1 a.m. training a new person that was probably going to quit the next day. And most of the time they did, but we didn't care. We were outworking. We were getting better. The reason Nick and I work so well together is we'd spend hours every day learning, growing, helping develop you guys, training. We we outworked everyone. Nobody else that I know would have left at four o'clock yesterday morning and driven six hours to get to the office from Cheyenne, work the whole day, and still be willing to drive back out to Cheyenne today. Like, we outwork people. Why do you think we get results other people don't get? We flat outwork you. That's what you need to develop. Okay? Understand the long game is the next point. You got to be patient as hell in this business. You need to work like you're going to get rich today, but you need to understand this is a process. Joel Embiid of the 76ers, one of my favorite basketball players, always says trust the process. If you think about any good sports movies, here in Utah, I just had people watch Glory Road, my favorite sports movie of all time. It wasn't that they won the NCAA tournament back then. That was the great story. It was the story, the journey. So you got to be patient. You got to put the work in today, but you got to know the results might take a couple days, weeks, or even a couple months. And I've never seen it take longer than a month or two if you're actually doing the work. I have seen people come in here and flirt with high left for six months. And what I mean by flirt is they come in, they're going to DR once every third day. They're going to take a couple demos a day, but they're not really into this, but they think they should be making thousands and thousands of dollars a week and think they should be making all this money when they're not doing any of the work, okay? And they're not understanding this is a long game. I need to invest in work today so I can get paid better tomorrow. It's just like you can go pull 10 cards today, right? And you're going to get a, de a demo or two today or tomorrow. But if you pull 10 cards every day, you're guaranteed to always have demos. Understand the long game. And the last one I'm going to leave you guys with is a no excuses attitude. Like 
they just can't come out of your mouth. An excuse is literally, and this is my definition of excuse. You guys should remember it if I ever ask. Know what I expect. I don't care about what Wikipedia says. This is my definition. An excuse is a reason I came up to myself to justify why I failed to take action. That's really what an excuse is. Is a reason I'm telling myself to justify why I was lazy. That That's all an excuse is. Because guess what? If I'd gotten up and done it, there wouldn't have been an excuse. If I fail, who cares? What does failure even mean? It's so funny. I hear people say like little acronyms like fail means first attempt in learning. But then they're scared to fail. They don't even realize like their own acronym. Like it's just part of the process. If you fail today, so what? Get up and let's go start tomorrow. Like you never quit and you're going to be successful. But if you can do these things, don't let, don't let excuses come out of your mouth. Take ownership for the results. We think positively. We build habits and we just flat out work everyone. You're going to make more money and change your life than you know what to do with. I have seen this play out. Remember, I'm a high school dropout watermelon farmer, like not coming from much. And I've made a quarter of a million dollars in the last 18 months. Think about that. I, no high school. I, I never walked across the stage. Didn't make it through freshman year. I went to college for a little bit, but uh, I was 16 because I already had my GED and I went to school with mommy. And I didn't even finish my first semester. No school, literal watermelon farmer, only guy to be knocked out in the head that I know with a watermelon. And look what I've been able to do. And Motaz and I had this talk the other day because I would say I'm not that smart and I'm not. I'm just more disciplined. I apply more knowledge than you guys. And the thing is, you guys are smarter than me. Uh, do what I'm doing. Apply. You know. We all get, can elevate. We can all make more money. Like, it's never a this or that. We can all get great together. That's why every morning when I write down my goals, I write all ships rise. Because if I can help somebody get better, you know, and they help somebody, it's like the tide coming in. All the ships rise. And so that's what I challenge you guys to do. But I'd also challenge you guys today, take ownership for your results. We have the opportunity every single day to go out and make our dreams come true. It's who's going to capitalize, who's going to take advantage today. There's not, there's no secret. There's a reason people like CJ or Chris or some of our top people, Tyson, are out selling all the time and they're making good money. It's because they're consistently doing the work. If you're not getting the results you think you deserve in this business, ask yourself, am I doing what it takes to get those results? And if not, how do I go change that? If, if you need to know what you need to do to hit the results you want, come talk to me or Nick directly. You, you guys can call me. Those of you in Junction that might not even know me, my cell phone number is 208-595-8310. Call me and I will tell you exactly what you need to do. But let me tell you this. It's up to you to do the work. I'm not going to go out there and pull your cards or sell your highlights for you, okay? Let's have a kick-ass day, guys. Let's make November our greatest month. I'm so excited for some of the things that we've got going on. Like, I'm just excited. Like, I look at the future and it's so bright. But let's go have a kick-ass day and we'll see you guys later, okay?